Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to get back to answering some of the YouTube questions that were posted. I got a little busy and I'm a little behind, so I went back and I looked through the questions to pull some of the better ones that I think everyone will benefit from the answers here. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So here's the first one. He said, I disliked the video. So I guess I got a thumbs down there. Not fully explained. How does the wheel stay moving? By water, battery, etc.? He missed that topic. Why? And this was posted on my MX-8 Elite video. And I guess I assume that the person watching the video would know what a suction side cleaner is and how it operates. But I guess I assumed wrong. There's a popular YouTube video up where the person is trying to put gas in their Tesla and they can't find where the opening is for the gas tank. I thought that was pretty funny. So this is kind of like that, I guess, where I assumed that you would know what a robotic pool cleaner is, what a pressure cleaner is, and what a suction side cleaner is. But I think I'll explain those just briefly here so that you would have a better understanding. So the MX-8 Elite is what we call a suction side cleaner, and this works off of the pool's filtration system. Think of a suction side cleaner as having a manual vacuum hose hooked up to your pool and running as long as the pool is running. So it's basically like you vacuuming the pool for 8 or 10 hours a day, and that's what a suction side cleaner is. It works off of the pool suction. So the hoses are connected to the skimmer or the side port of the pool. And you turn on the pump. The pump pulls about 80 to 100 gallons per minute. If you have a VS pump, maybe less, maybe like 40 or 60 set at a low speed. But bottom line, there's plenty of water being pulled through that pump and out the return line. And so the way a suction cleaner like the MX-8 Elite works is that the hose is connected to the cleaner head. And when the pump turns on, the water is pulled from the cleaner now. It's also pulled through the skimmer. So it's not the full suction of the pool going to the cleaner. That would be bad because then if something got clogged in the skimmer, the pump wouldn't run. So there's something called a regulator valve that's put into the skimmer if you have it connected there. Or if you have it connected to the side port, there's usually a valve that controls the suction. Not to get too complicated, but some of the water is being pulled from the cleaner head and some of the water is pulled from the skimmer still. And basically, the cleaners work in different ways. So the MX-8 Elite has an engine, and the water being pulled from the pump spins that engine, which in turn moves the tracks on the cleaner, which in turn moves the cyclones on the bottom. And this is how the cleaner actually moves in the pool. So one thing that you may run into with a suction cleaner is that there's too little suction going to it, so it's not moving well. And the MX-8 Elite is a gear type cleaner, and so the suction causes the gears to turn and spin like the gears in a watch. And there's another type of suction cleaner with a diaphragm or with a plastic flapper, 
And basically, the suction from the pump causes that diaphragm to contract and expand rapidly, you know, over the course of a minute, you know, hundreds of times. And the flapper also will be flapping back and forth. And that's how that cleaner moves. So it's pretty ingenious how these suction cleaners operate. And so the MX-8 Elite, to answer the question and explain in detail, works off of the pool's filtration system and the suction from the pump causes the cleaner to move depending on how it's designed inside the cleaner itself. A robotic pool cleaner, of course, works off of the being plugged into a power unit, or if it's a cordless one, there is a lithium-ion battery in there that powers that unit, and this is what spins the bands that cause the wheels to move or tracks to move. And a pressure side cleaner works off of the return pressure from the pool. Typically, there's a dedicated return pump or a pressure cleaner pump with a dedicated return line that the pressure cleaner is connected to. And it uses the water pressure from the return line to actually move the parts inside the pressure cleaner. There may be gears in there also. And then the pressure from that moves those gears and moves the wheels. And so that's how the pressure cleaner operates. So they operate a little differently, but the suction cleaner actually operates off of the pool's equipment and the suction from the pool pump. Here's another one. It's I've done this many times the hard way and it took hours and frustration. Upside down took 10 minutes. And this is from my video where I show you how to rebuild a top manifold D filter the easy way. So most of the D filters are going to be top manifold. Hayward, Jandy, and Pentair make a top manifold filter. Pentair makes a popular one called the FNS Plus. So the filter manifold is on top. And then you have eight grids in a circular pattern around this manifold. Now, if you've ever taken the top off of the filter and taken the grids out one by one, and then you take the bottom manifold out and you try to rebuild this, it's one of those things where you need an engineering degree in a lot of cases because it's so complicated to build it standing upwards. But it's actually very easy to build it upside down. Now, where did I learn this? Well, another pool pro taught me this trick about, you know, 30 years ago or so. And I kind of figured it out based on the 2000 and 4000 series filters by Pentair. These actually had the bottom manifold on top and the top manifold on bottom. And it's really easy to put a 4000 series filter back together. It's like a snap. And so this is kind of logical because if you're building it upside down, you have the top manifold on the bottom. Then you can see clearly where the grids go in the pattern. It's kind of one of those counterintuitive things where you can't really see it when it's right side up. And when it's upside down, you can see clearly where you would place the grid. So you know where you would place the partial grid. That would go right next to where the top manifold goes into the stem of the filter. And then you would easily, you can easily place the other grids in that circular pattern at that point. And then you would put the bottom manifold on and then you would tighten one or two rods depending on what filter type it is. Now there are some filters that have a guide, but I find that building them upside down is the easiest way because again, you can see exactly where you're putting the grids in this circular pattern. And when you're building it right side up, it can be frustrating and a lot more difficult to build. And so turning a D filter, if you take it out, you know, and you take the grids out without thinking, and then you're trying to rebuild it right side up, it's hard. But if you put the top manifold on the ground and build it upside down, it's much easier. The best way or the best suggestion I have for you when you're cleaning one of these filters is to take the top manifold off. And then I would take one grid out at a time, rinse it off. Of course, you want to try to rinse the filter tank out while you have the grid out, while you have the top manifold out and one of the grids out. 
And then once you wash that filter inside down, you want to put the grids back in one by one. So take a dirty grid out, clean it, put it back in, next grid, and you go on until you do all eight grids. And then you put the top manifold back on, and it should be pretty easy to assemble that way also because you're not taking all the grids out, and it's not one of those things where you have a puzzle but you don't have a picture on the box to look at. So definitely if you do take them out and you forget how to put it back together, turning the whole manifold upside down and building it the easy way is what I call it, is the best way to put that D filter back together. Here's one that was posted on my PoolRx overview video and it says, um, do you know if the pool, if the pool sees only three months, can you remove and use for next year? Thanks. In most cases, the answer would be no, because what happens is that in the PoolRx unit itself, there's an anode, and over time, this gets some calcium buildup on it, so it's not going to be as effective over time. Plus, the minerals are dissolved in the water, usually within a week or a few days. If you run your pool 24 hours, most of the minerals will be dissolved in that 24-hour period. So once the minerals are dissolved, they're activated in the pool and the anode kind of recharges the minerals. And if you use an old one, the minerals aren't going to be recharged properly. Plus the minerals are usually used up by that point and the minerals do wear out over time. So what I suggested for this person was to use the Floridra or Jandy Nature 2. And this is a similar system, a mineral system. And it goes in line on the plumbing. Now, there's not really a lot of replumbing necessary. It comes with a tool, a drill bit, that you can actually use to drill the PVC pipe. And then you would mount the Nature 2 on the plumbing. The good thing about the Nature 2 is that the minerals don't fully dissolve in the water like the Pool RX immediately. They're in a chamber, and the minerals will be put into the pool gradually when you need it. You can adjust it on top. There's a little adjustment so you can release more minerals or less minerals into the pool. And this definitely will last you more than one season because it's in line and the minerals aren't put in the pool all at one time like the Pool RX unit. So if you have a short season like this person, three months, I definitely would recommend the Nature 2 system that goes in line because the minerals aren't introduced into the pool all at once. And you really can't use the Polar X unit the next year because of the reasons I stated, the calcium buildup on the anode and the fact that all the minerals are dissolved in the water and are used up and are not going to be reactivated a year later when you put the Polar X unit back in there. You may even look at the Remington Solar Sunshock, which is a device that has a similar kind of thing that the Polar X has with a copper anode that's charged by the sun and this releases copper into the water. Now it's a little bit different than the Polar X and the Nature 2 because those minerals aren't chelated so actually there's active copper in the water with the Remington Solar but that will last you probably two seasons. You can put it in your pool for three months, clean the anode when necessary and then take it out of your pool, put it in your garage and then put it back in the next year and I, I bet you can probably get two seasons out of the Remington Solar if not, you can always buy extra anodes for that. But there are different mineral systems that will last longer, depending on if you have a short season and you wanted to reuse something later, like the Nature 2 or the Remington Solar Sunshock would be another option over the PoolRx for those of you with short swim seasons. Here's one that I think a lot of people run into and experience. The pool water is clear and sparkling, but we get itchy skin. Is it pH or alkalinity? And I think this is a pretty logical conclusion because they didn't say it was the chlorine. And a lot of people think that if the pool has high chlorine, you're going to get itchy skin. 
but it's actually the pH that causes the itchy skin. So your body has a pH of 7.4, and if the pH gets too low, or even in some cases too high, it can cause irritation of your skin. And so when the pool water is at like 7 pH and you're swimming in it for an hour, you're definitely going to get itchy skin because that pool water is a lower pH than your body. And I'm not sure exactly the scientific reason why that happens, but your body is probably reacting to the low pH and that's what causes the itchiness. This happens a lot in hot tubs. The hot tubs will have really low pH over time because maybe someone put too much acid in there. Or if you're using a chlorine type that has uh, cyanuric acid in there, it could lower the pH in the spa pretty low. And so that's why when you have a hot tub or spa, it's really critical to test the pH. And that's why the health department is really on the pool service companies. They have that pH in range 7.4 to 7.6 or 7.8. I think they won't let you go any higher than that in most areas. And if the pH is too low, of course, 7.0, then you're going to start getting the itchy skin. So ideally in a swimming pool, I would like to keep the pH at 7.6 or 7.8. I really don't think you want to keep it at 7.2 or even 7.4, especially if you're going to be in the pool for a long time. And so ideally 7.6 to 7.8. And I know it's hard to get that exactly, but if you're within range of that, even 8.0 is fine. You're not going to have any itchy skin with the pH that high. But I would say that if the pH does drift low, you want to raise it up as soon as possible to avoid the skin irritation and the itchy skin from swimming in the pool. So the pH level is actually pretty critical to the pool, not just to prevent scale or, you know, to prevent etching of the plaster, but also to make swimming in the pool an enjoyable experience. If you notice your skin's itchy or you have burning eyes, I would bet that the pH in that body of water has gotten too low and then the body's reacting to it. Here's another question I got regarding the Hayward Aquanaut, the four-wheel version. Ways to prevent it from tipping. Now this is a, I wouldn't say it's a design flaw of the Aquanaut, but the handle on back adds a little more imbalance to the cleaner. Now the original Poovernugan four-wheel, and you can still get the pool cleaner Poovernugan version from Hayward, is a little bit different than the Aquanaut because the handle is kind of recessed underneath the shell of the cleaner where the Aquanaut handle sticks out the back and this adds a little imbalance to the cleaner I found with the Aquanaut cleaners. So there are a couple ways to prevent the Aquanaut from turning on its side or tipping on its side and that is to play with the float and I would say moving the float a little lower will keep the Aquanaut more balanced. Also if you add one or two more hose lengths this will prevent the tipping. A lot of times the tipping is caused by getting to a point in the pool where it can't go any further and then it tips over on the side because again the handle makes it a little bit more imbalanced than the pool cleaner four-wheel version of the cleaner. These are the exact two cleaners. I mean all the parts on the internal are exactly the same. They operate exactly the same. The only difference is the mold for the Aquanaut has that handle on back and I found that the pools with the four-wheel Aquanauts do have this tipping problem the pools with the four-wheeled Poovernugan version of the pool cleaner by Hayward don't have this problem. And adding a couple extra hose sections will definitely help because, again, as it gets to the furthest point, it tends to tip over. So if you notice your Hayward Aquanaut four-wheel version is tipping over, add one or two hose lengths to it. And also move that float down a little lower to keep it more balanced. 
And you're going to have the same problem with the Phoenix four-wheel model. It's not super popular, the four-wheel model of the Phoenix. I think the four-wheel Aquanaut is more popular. But if you're worried about this happening in your pool, I would just go with the pool cleaner, pool Renugan version. It's the original version. It's got the recess handle. It just says Haywood pool cleaner on the box. That would be the version I would go for, even though the Aquanaut is prettier and it looks nicer. It does have a little bit of an imbalance issue with the handle on the back of it. They probably didn't even think about it when they changed the mold. There wasn't anything that they thought would be a problem. But I do see the four-wheel version of the Aquanaut tip over in pools a lot more frequently than the Pulvernugan version of the same cleaner. So I hope you found these questions or these answers to these questions helpful. And if you have any questions, just post them on a YouTube video. And when I get time, I'll go through them and I'll unpack the comments and questions a little further. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can find them on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, just click the podcast icon. Then I'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts I recorded. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.